Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Koopalings! Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Shack, rebooted, ready to go. Donnie, you're back! Greetings, Koopalings! Good morning, <laughs> you Rebecca. You too! <laughs> yeah, the cat's crawling all over me. <laughs> Donnie, I'm so excited. When Garrett said that he was stepping down... You know, taking care of things in, in his life. I was, you know, needing to find a new co-host. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like, I'm going to have to stop Shaq. We're just going to have to put it on hiatus. And I, I reached out to you and I told you and you came back with the best news ever. Uh, I mean, yeah, give credit where credit's due. Um, I think Delvin and Dev, but really Delvin. Um, I got the word and I understand like how you can feel that way. Because I've said it for a while, especially folks listening to Sweet Hangs, like, I just don't know how many, like, new hosts, you know, like, I can continue to find and bring in. It's a lot of work. Not that it's, like, super hard, but, you know, you got to find somebody that you trust, and you got to teach them how to do the things, and, you know, there's a growing period, and, like, it's a lot. So, when when it all came down, and you were, like, you just have to maybe put it on break, or just maybe put it on, you know, you were, like... I could come guest on PSVG when there's like directs and stuff. And I was like, yeah, we can do that. And it has just been kind of like a, a sad, not sad, but I mean, it's just the way it's been going. PSVG like exploded years ago into all these different things. And just slowly as people move on, it's been like contracting back into itself. And uh, yeah, I just told the guys was like, yeah, that might, that it might just be time, you know, like we're doing a really good thing over here. And Delvin was like, F that. <laughs> <laughs> Del- Delvin was, I mean, he was adamant. He was like, you can't, you can't Aww. do this. He was like, dude, this is, he's like, it's not even about listeners or popularity. He's like, this is about legacy. He's like, this is the Nintendo shack. He's like, this is why I started listening to PSVG. He's like, this is why so many people started listening to PSVG. Um, he was like, you can't, he's like, come on, man. Like if this is Nintendo shack. You've got to, you've got to do it. He said, I don't care if I have to do it with you. Aww. He said, if it's just got to be Donnie and Delvin for a while, um, because I mean, I really didn't have, uh, I mean, I could probably think of like a couple people, but I don't even know if they'd be interested, you know? So I didn't have like a list to pull from. Right. And He's I know a- people ask like, are we doing auditions, you know, whatnot. And, um, if I had the energy to do that, I would have, right. um, but just with everything it. going on, like I'm busy and I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm very a lot of people don't know I'm super introverted with like meeting new people. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so when you, you convinced me and great. Uh, yeah. I'm, glad. I'm very glad that, 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 that enthusiasm for Shaq kind of got me thinking, I was like, well, you know, like there's a lot to be, there's a lot to be excited for. There's a Zelda game coming soon. There's a Zelda you know, game like, coming. At some point we'll be talking about a new system. You know, like there's a lot of things on the horizon and, you know, we were talking, I was like, Shaq once a month sounds terrible. Like that's Shaq is so much better than that. And it's had such a legacy. And Mm -hmm. like, I've been doing a little bit more switch here lately. And I was like, you know what? Like I get it. Rebecca may doesn't maybe doesn't want to start with somebody new 
all over again. I was like, so why don't I just throw my my hat into the ring? And and I was like, and if she doesn't want to do it, then Delvin will do it. Like it it, it must go on. The it show must, must go, go on. on. Like yes. Shaq has always been my baby, and I couldn't let it go. And when you guys started talking about the show last week, um, you know, it, it really started making me feel kind of nostalgia uh, about the show because the show has been uh, has done a lot, and I'm very proud it of what it's done. And it's had a lot of people that's come through it, and we've all, I think, together uh, collectively, we we accomplished so much and that's i hope that's reflective in kind of the new intro that's kind of what i was going for i was like well you know mm-hmm. what? let's get rid of all these clips of mario and stuff and like let's let's showcase like what Shaq has been because it's been a long time somebody the other day was mm-hmm. like 2016 it's 2023 now <laughs> you know, it's been a bit so yeah i'm happy to be back in the shack again yay and, uh, and- very excited Sunday morning. Good morning to everybody who is listening live. Uh, I will be rolling out of bed and podcasting with Donnie each and every Sunday morning, talking about Nintendo with my coffee, waking up. Sure. What a great way to start the day. I think that was a, a big part for both of us. You know, when we were talking Absolutely. about the scheduling. I feel bad yeah. for anybody that's on the West Coast. I know it's early. Um, I understand that it might be a change, but for both of us, like I didn't have another podcast till midnight, turn around and go back to work day in me. I do that once yeah. a week on Wednesday, and trust me, Thursday sucks every week. You know, like I, I didn't have, I couldn't double reasons, down on that. Yeah, that was definitely one of the reasons that made it hard for me and Garrett, since you know he was in Pennsylvania here with me, and then moved over to the West Coast, and we did mm-hmm. it for a whole year with the time time difference. Three hours doesn't sound like a lot, but when he's getting back from work, you know, and I'm yeah. kind of getting ready for bed and, yep. um, you know, I have work the next morning and he's just scrambling home from, from work. And that's right. Yard. Um, it was either, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, either really late on a weeknight, uh, or, you know, taking away our Friday nights. And, uh, I think this is, this is good. This is going to be a good thing for us. Yeah. And I was excited. Um, you know, I've noticed the show, obviously, because I still listen every week and everything. I noticed the show with Friday nights and Saturdays and Sundays and Thursday. I was like, we, yeah, that's, that was big. Like, I was like, all right, Rebecca, we got to get the show back on schedule. Like, so lock it in mm-hmm. every Sunday morning. You can wake up with us. This works great for my family schedule. They're not even here. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets me out of the bed. On Sunday, I'm sleeping all morning. I would still be sleeping right now <laughs> if it weren't for this. I was thinking to myself, I was like, I bet this is going to make my Mondays better. Like, I may hate it on sun mm. su- on Sunday mornings, but I bet on Monday, I'll probably go to sleep a little earlier tonight and probably wake up point. feeling a little little closer to to on schedule. It's a good so. point, man. I'm excited. This is going to be good. <gasps> this is great. Yay! Well, Donnie, feel like it's been forever since I asked this. What have mm. you been up to? In the world of Nintendo. Fire Emblem. So <gasps> much damn Fire Emblem. Yay, reached, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. I reached the end this week. I clocked my time. I clocked it in at 51 hours and some change. Okay. Some minutes. I don't remember. 27, 37, 57, something like that. Um, longer than I expected when I bought the game. This whole game has been kind of a surprise for me. I thought I knew what I was getting into, and I feel like I um, I probably underestimated it um, a bit. Mm-hmm. When I first saw this game unveiled, I was like, oh, okay. They're taking some Fire Emblem Heroes stuff from mobile, and they're making it a part of the game. That's like That was like my big overarching, you know, if I had to elevator pitch it to somebody. That was and your I guess, of it. Yeah, it kind of is that, but it's not. Like, this is a full-fledged 
Fire Emblem game, like completely, like start to finish. Good. It didn't feel like I thought it was like a side. I mean, I guess you could probably call it a side story, but I wouldn't. This feels like a main. This is a mainline f- like Fire Emblem game. It is. Isn't it more true? Garrett and I were talking about it. Isn't it like a little bit more traditional than Three Houses was? In the battling, absolutely. Yeah, in the yeah, battling sense, um, that is probably the best thing that I would offer about it is for the first time in a long time, I am very careful with which units I bring into battle. I'm very careful in not only where I move them, but which unit I attack in what order, which is classic Fire Emblem. Like that feels like a, you know, like a true to form, like a kind of getting back to the basics sort of thing. Um, because there are certain, you know, like you've got your weaknesses, you've got the weapon triangle and all that stuff too. But there are certain times where, you know, like I might be able to attack with somebody that's nearby. But if I bring an archer up and hit them first and then bring somebody else up and hit them and then I attack with the nearby unit, like that gets me to the kill, uh, whereas the other one maybe wouldn't have. Um, so I was just very, very like it was just uh, I, I found myself paying way more attention to stats and and like chess, thinking about what the enemy could do back to me. Um, where I never felt like that in three, ho- uh, three Houses. I think I said that often, probably my biggest complaint about Three Houses is that I felt like in Three Houses, if you just kept your units together, you would win. Yeah. <laughs> like, if yeah. you just kept them close together, you would just brute strength, you know, like, you could beat the whole game that way. And this game offers a little bit more. I did hear um, Garrett some of Garrett's things he said last week, and he was earlier in the game. Uh, but mm-hmm. there are monsters in the game where you have to break shields and stuff. And there are lots of different strategic elements to the maps. The maps are completely varied and different. Rebecca, it's a beautiful game. You know me. I'm I love so a pretty glad. game. I love a pretty game. It's so yeah. pretty. It's so shiny and colorful. A lot um, of people did not like the art style. I thought the art style looked awesome. Yeah, I, I understand. It's it's anime as hell. Like the whole game, like story, yeah, but it's- characters. I mean, it is just anime as can be, which I love. Like I, I normally really I don't like that. I just thought it looked very striking. I thought it looked very nice. It is the maybe the worst design is like it can be a little shimmery at times. But based on where I've seen some Switch games go, that could be the least of my concerns. I mean, this right, is a very right. beautiful game. The maps are very beautiful. Um, the trees and the foliage that you see on the maps are very like lush. You'll see birds and stuff fly over the overworld map and things like yeah, that. It's that's just cool. a lot the of little, little tweaks. Yeah, the little yeah. details make the make the game come alive. I love having the overworld map back. I love having paralogs back. Like there's so many things that I there's a reason why I haven't played Dead Space yet. I haven't gone back to Hi Fi Rush yet. I haven't oh. wanted to play anything. Until well, I completed Fire, that that's all so I've been doing for two weeks. Because just it Fire feels Emblem. like it feels like it's been a hot minute since a Nintendo game, like a, a Switch game, has really scored with you this well. Yeah, definitely has. And it's the only thing: the load times are a bit much. Um, there are loads. There's a load screen between everything. So if you go into the ring room, there's a load screen. If you mm. go to the Somnial, there's a load screen. You go in the battle, like there's a load that. screen, and the load screen's long. I don't know how long it is. If I had to guess, maybe 20 seconds. But if you hit it six times in a PlayStation, uh, yeah. it feels like five minutes. You're like, come on. Yeah, um, yeah. But outside of that, that's really my only con that I have about it. It's got Amiibo support. The Somnial is cool. Like you, it's got, it's got outfits. The thirst is real. You can do bathing suits for everybody if you want to. <laughs> um i'm i'm ivy team ivy best waifu in the game oh wait i looked them up i love ivy ivy's really good she's the best um yes. i did marry her i didn't think there was relationship building but as you start to play like 
it does the very fire emblem thing where you can support a character and you can build up a support rank. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's not like really, really, because that was like a big thing kind of like around the preview coverage of this game was like, it's a little bit less of the fire emblem that you expect. Like the story is a little bit less. It doesn't, it's not like on the relationship building and stuff like that. I think people were comparing it to three houses. It's a lot closer to that because uh, towards the end of the game, you definitely get like a packed ring and then you can propose to somebody. And it's like, just like a little, it's just a JPEG. Like it's nothing. It's not like games of yore, but it is there. And I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, I propose to Ivy. Um, the ending of the game took me way longer than I expected. Like the last couple chapters, I thought I was going to be finished with this game on like Monday. And then I played a chapter for like an hour and a half. <laughs> it's just I like, love that. When like forever. you think you're at the end of the game and then like, it just keeps giving and giving and giving. It does. In the end segment. Yep. And the game, the story, I won't spoil it for anybody but i just i will wet the whistle here you know a lot i feel like when the review coverage came out people are like the story doesn't matter and it's throw away and i understand that especially early on in the game it's really derpy it's kind of silly there's like these stupid lines that they have like some of the dialogue isn't great but about 60 percent through game starts to change and it really starts to go like full fire emblem i'm talking like family betrayals, who's who, who's related to who, dimension hopping, the afterlife. Drama. Like it just starts going. You're like, like I had to start writing down like characters and like their relationships to each other just to not forget. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> who are these people? Um, I, I will address one criticism. I was talking to some folks, Jace mainly on Twitter. They were talking. There's so many characters. You don't use them all. Like, is it is it too many? Is it just wasted? I always felt like, and I haven't played Awakening in a long time, so maybe I'm just a little off my game. I think I've always felt that about, like, every Fire Emblem game. <laughs> like, there's, like, a core, like, you get attached to, like, a core group of folks, and you kind of just yeah. forget about the rest. I definitely felt that way in Three Houses, for sure. I didn't care if you're on the other house. Like, I was Team Edelgard. You could be, the, F the, like, if you're the Lions or whatever, I didn't even pay attention to you for the rest of the game. Um, but I, I definitely built a crew and I kind of stuck with my crew. Um, you still get all the class customizations. So if you don't like characters, uh, if they don't fit your play style, you can alter it. I definitely yeah. went, I went very heavy, like Wyvern and archers, um, especially archers on Calvary. Um, because I like when my units can move quickly. Um, I like to be able to cover a lot of ground quickly. It helps both in attacking and defense getting out of the way so you can heal and stuff like that. Um, so I went that route for a large majority of my folks and it helped me. The ending was tough. Now I've always played fire emblem on normal difficulty, like whatever it comes out of the box with and um, not on classic, not on permadeath. Yeah, so I like that would make me so stressed. Yeah, I could never, yeah, I, I used to. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this. You kill my waifu and I just want to quit the game. Yeah. Like if that was it, like, <laughs> um, but Which this game that? doesn't, this game's normal, I guess, is easy. Like, that's just out ah, of the, okay. like, it's, it goes normal, hard, and something else, mm-hmm. I guess. So I played on hard, because I thought maybe that's, like, the medium difficult, like, the, because I've always played on, you know, easy, normal, hard, right? And you can change it as you go, or it's, you're locked into you it. You can go down. I think you can oh, go yeah, down, but you can't go up yeah, once yeah, you're locked okay, in. Yeah. And that was another reason I went hard because right. I saw that. Like I could always down. drop it mm-hmm. down. I was able to finish, but I gotta tell you, 
the ending was hard. Like, like I was, I was struggling. <laughs> you, good. Do, you wanted the challenge. You do have the rewind mechanic and I'll just cop to it. I use it a few times. Like, it's like, I didn't see that coming. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You get like a rewind stone and you can kind of, you can rewind a couple, like limited. You can only use it so many times, but you can right. bring it back a bit. But yeah, I, I loved it. It was great. It's one of my favorite games of the year so far. Um, good. I Yay. I had a blast. That's it was great. fantastic. Oh, good. Oh, boy. Um, any, anything else you want to mention that you've been up to? Mm, oh, yes. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> you're going to love this. Um, so I bought this, I don't know, AliExpress Chinese knockoff thing that I saw. And so, you know, I still I follow like the Nintendo YouTubers. And I started seeing this thing start to dance around. Oh, it's no. called the Photo Fast... 4k switch adapter i think is like what it's called right like that look that you heard like well yeah and i was like this doesn't this doesn't sound good and the packaging looks real generic and stuff I was and like, so oh, you oh. said let's get it let's all in i had some uh, amazon points and there was a return i guess on amazon because it's originally like i think it's like 130 or 50 or 20 dollars or something like that and amazon had to use one for like 80 bucks and i had some coupons so i got it for like 50 bucks and what it is is it's a it's a it's like the uh I had that other adapter like the M Classic, you know what that thing is. You can plug your switch into it, and it adds like a little polish to the game. So this is a switch to 4K upscaler. This makes a significant difference. Now I want to be clear: it's not going to make your games play in like in. It's going to send a 4K signal. That doesn't mean the resolutions are going to change, <laughs> and it's not going to fix your frame rate, right? So like you can only do so much. But what it does is if anybody has a computer or like a new TV that has like a really strong like sharpening filter, it's basically that for your switch. And it does make a difference. And the best that I can explain is a lot of times I've complained over the years. I think I hope a lot of people understand what I'm saying. The switch typically, especially with ports at lower resolutions, kind of has like a hazy filter over it. It's kind of like a white sheen that you can do. And this basically gets rid of that. It basically just okay. sharpens all of that out of the way. And you can look up uh, comparisons on YouTube. You can look up screenshots. The best are like Breath of the Wild or Monster Hunter Rise. It's, Doesn't it make the edges look bad, though? It will. It'll make it edgier yeah. because you're sharpening an edgy picture that a lower resolution kind of smooths out because it's muddy. Mm -hmm. I would rather have sharp edges and have a clear picture than having sure. something that looks smoother and it's, you know, a little that muddiness, especially in the distance when I'm looking at something like in like in Breath of the Wild, like if you're looking at um you know like the church or anything like that, you can't see any lines on the building at all until you start to get close to it. This puts that back. It's just like okay. here are the lines and they may be edgy, but at least you can see them. You can see them, yeah. And uh it's made a diff a huge difference because Bayonetta three was a game that I stopped playing because it's hard to it's hard ah. to look at. Like it's hard to look at, especially in handheld. And then when I put it on dock, when I originally played it, it just made the handheld version look bigger. I was like, oh God, this is this is not good. Uh, it adds a lot of sharpening to 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 Bayonetta. Like it just and it is a 4K signal. I've tested it on my on my LG C1. I get full 4K picture. Um okay. Age of Calamity makes a big difference like i've tested this and done some screenshots if anybody that's not in our discord if you haven't seen it i posted some pictures of my, my phone of the P tv picture and I i've been enjoying it. it check it out yeah yeah i okay. wouldn't say i'd recommend it to everybody but if you're somebody that's like really sensitive to that and and spending a hundred bucks to make that go away to get that little bit extra if that's worth it to you 
then I mean, I've really enjoyed it. Like at this point, more so than ever before, I play my Switch mainly docked because of that. Like I'm like, just put it in the dock and I'll get as much as I can out of the system until we get to the next one. And uh, I started replaying Bayonetta 3 yesterday and the results were so promising. I was like, I think I can finish this now. Like, let, let's get back into Bayonetta. Ah, are you going to give it another chance? I think so. Yeah, I think that'll be like my next thing. I'm playing something else that I'm going to say for a question that I know Whoa, we got, but I'm playing okay. something else that I'm having a blast with. Um, oh, good. But good. I'll save it for, for later. But I think after that, I think I might play some more Bayonetta. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And yep. That's like awesome how one little fix like that can uh, change your enjoyment of it. And you know me, like I'm, I'm into pixel count you know like i'll i'll pay attention to those even small details and uh so for me it helped if you're not for somebody that's like i don't even notice those things then i I don't even notice those things yeah i don't think that's that would be a good good purchase for you definitely not for me and then joy cons i've talked about this on psvg for a couple weeks these are the new split pad pro compacts okay i love these they're these pretty. have made uh, a world of difference. So if you've ever played with the Hori Split Pad Pros, these are uh, a revision to those. And I like them for a couple reasons specifically. The first reason, they sit flush with the Switch. The Hori ones don't. The the They sit up here and there's like an indention to mm-hmm. the Switch. And I hated that. The second reason, the buttons are clicky. They're clicky. I yeah. like clicky buttons. The old buttons were smushy and I never liked that feeling. I, I never yeah. liked that feeling. So um, these have been great. Another great investment that have kind of got me back into the switch of late. My little dock and my, my little joy cons and I'm, I'm back to business, back to playing. Good. Good, good, good. Um, I have been uh, diving into my Switch, playing a couple things, uh, starting with GoldenEye 007 that just recently Ooh. came to the Nintendo Switch Online. Um, I had never played this game before. I had heard never? about it. You know, everybody is so nostalgic for it. The multiplayer, never. You've never. Whatnot. Never. Wow. I've obviously seen it, but I have never played it myself. You're in for a treat. Um, so yeah, and then when it came out and everybody was talking about, oh my gosh, like people are gonna find out that it just doesn't like live up, like it's all nostalgia, it doesn't age. Spoilers, well. those people are just wrong. <laughs> Game is great. <laughs> so I was nervous. But what I did was I didn't jump into the single player because all I've ever heard was about how great the multiplayer was in this game. So what I did was I got a group of people together and decided to try out the multiplayer. And everybody's talking about how confusing the controls are. So instead of confusing myself with Switch Pro controller controls, I decided to play on the N64 controller as God intended. Nope, absolutely not. C buttons for movement. I don't know how you... I mean, yes, that's weird in 2023, but... It was weird then. (laughs) No, I get it. I think I, I get it. Like, yes, this didn't have dual sticks, like... I feel like this was the best that they could do given this controller. I don't really think that like I mean, felt, you're so right. It, it took a while to get used to. I was like looking at the ceiling for half of the time, like in the beginning, <laughs> like stuck in a wall. I always but, use it. It's like a strafe button. If you think of it more of like a strafe yeah, button instead yeah, of a yeah, stick, yeah, okay. it's not nearly mm-hmm. as bad. 
Yeah, that's a good point. And I found myself like instead of moving, you know, sideways too much, just use it as like a walk forward button, look around. Like I, I got used to it pretty quickly. It's only took like 10 minutes, you know, for me to get used to it. Sure. Um, I was still not very good, <laughs> but um, oh my God, multiplayer. That game is so much fun. I don't know what people are talking about. Like, I know I'm a little bit more, uh, I, I can jump into older games better than a lot of people can just because I play a lot of them. I like them better than most people do. Um, but all the people who are saying like, if you didn't grow up with this, you, you can't enjoy it. Like it's just didn't age well. They're wrong. Uh, I played with a couple, I played with two people who also were new to the game and one who was like a pro, like amazing at it. And I was surprised at how well, like how many options there were with the multiplayer. Like it wasn't just like one or two options that you would see like multiplayer being tacked on back. You know how back then it would be like the main mode Mm -hmm. is like single player, whatever. And then here's like a little multiplayer mode, like a little multiplayer mini game or something. Um, It felt like we had tons of options. Like we were playing for two hours and there were still settings that we didn't get to. I was going to ask. There's so many. Were you hosting? Yes. Have you yeah, ever played so the I campaign it. at all? No, I've so never have, played ever. Touch it. You didn't have like lasers or paintball or big head mode or anything. Yeah, nothing was real. Nothing was unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just all the default stuff. The, all the so stuff that I'm you sure were like would have been even better. It gets so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know anything but about I, slappers only. No, that 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 is default. You could we Oh, so you did play yes. that. Nice. Okay. We did do that. We did like all throwing knives at one point. Yes. We did yeah. rocket launchers. Very like good. oh my god, you it was so funny. We were laughing so hard. It's just so ridiculous. Um I had a ton of fun with that. I don't really care about the single player. I would only do it to unlock on stuff second. if I can. Hang on a second. Oh, Let me tell okay. you. It's it's a great campaign. It's a lot I'm of fun. I'm sure it is. I'm so sure. It's a lot of fun. It's it's super like as dumb as it looks in multiplayer, it stays that way in single player. But there are different difficulty modes that give you different objectives. Mm-hmm. And knocking off all the objectives is very satisfying. Like you've got to go and I'm sure. destroy all the alarms or kill people or beat the beat the level mm-hmm. in so like so fast. And it is fun. I do like you, that kind of stuff. When you unlock like lasers and paintball and big head mode and it just gets real dumb real fast. And it's it's one of my I mean, that's I love the game for the single player. I'm not one of those people. It's like mm-hmm. I just played it endlessly with friends because I didn't have friends to play with. I played that game endlessly alone and love it for it. Um, so I haven't got back to it yet. I did play. I played like just one mission just to get, you know, the, my bearings. But um, right. once Can I get some of these other in, games done, I will. Does it have third person or is it all first person? First person. Yeah. Ah, okay. Because it, uh, it makes me a little bit dizzy. First person. There's um, a third person one, though. I think it was on 64. If not, it had to be GameCube. There is a like a sequel that came out. There's a 007 oh. third person one that came out. Um, I think memory serves. I may okay. chat maybe correct me on that. I think there was a third person. It's very different though, uh, but it still has like those missions that you like collect things or you like check off objectives. But it is third person. It's a little bit different. It's not as fun like the like 007 is remembered for. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a blast with it. I definitely want to play it again, multiplayer. Maybe I'll try out the single-player campaign just to, you know, try it out. I think I would enjoy it. There it is. Everything Um, or nothing is third person. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so it definitely lived up to what I was hoping it would be and more. And also, I am 
now, officially as of yesterday, replaying Breath of the Wild to prepare uh -oh. myself for Tears of the Kingdom. <gasps> I'm so glad I'm doing this. But I'm doing it with a twist. I don't know if you saw, I posted on Twitter what, what the twist is for it because I decided like I want to, I want to replay it. I knew that, but I also, and I'm streaming it too. And is this your I first replay? Of, um, so I will always go back to the game and like jump in, you know, and do some stuff, do some side quests. And but it's your first in earnest replay. Yeah. I started okay. a master mode playthrough. I, didn't really get that far just because I don't know. I, I was probably playing other stuff at that time, but uh, this is, yeah, this is my first, like I'm going to sit down and replay it from start to finish. Um, but I want to do it with a twist. I want to make it like my own challenge. And so <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. I'm doing a pacifist playthrough as my challenge. Is that meaning, even possible? Yes. So I'm going to obviously kill Ganon at the end. And I decided I'm going to kill the uh, the Blight Ganons at the end of the D Divine Beasts. But I'm not killing any enemies. I'm not okay. killing any animals. So you'll fight bosses. Not... Yes. Yeah. Anything okay. that's like an extension of Ganon is fair game. But okay. I'm not killing guardians. I'm not killing animals. For me, I'm not collecting You'll bugs do no, to make potions. No tests of strength or anything. No like test of strength shrines. So I can't complete every shrine. I have to find shrines that I, I don't kill things. Um, I'm like pretty much dropping every weapon that I have just so I don't accidentally like go into <laughs> autopilot and kill stuff. And um, so far, I, I had, I've done one play session with it so far yesterday. Hang I on. got off the plateau. I did four more shrines. I got how did my you horse. Get, how did you get to the shrine in the snow? Um, I did the recipe where I cooked the hot chili. I did the chili peppers, cooked those, got the cold resistance for like 10 minutes. And then if you go to the very top of the mountain, the old guy, the old man is waiting up there for you. And he gives you the warm doublet for free. Oh, I never knew that. That's brand new to me. I was like, you have mm -hmm. to kill the fish to make the mm -hmm. recipe to get the dupe. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. Nope. Still finding that. out new things about the damn game. Yeah. So I, I did do a little Googling beforehand. I think some other people have done this kind of thing. You know, you can see on YouTube, people have, have tried pacifist playthroughs of it and it does work. Uh, there are shrines that have enemies that I can run past. Um, I know people were, were did you kill trees? Like, People are debating, like, what counts? You know, guardians shouldn't count because they're not alive. They're robots. And I'm, I'm counting guardians. I'm not killing those. Uh, this is a vegetarian playthrough, not a vegan playthrough. So oh. I am. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm killing trees. I'm eating, eating berries, whatever. I don't know. But, um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, trees, trees don't. They're not sentient. So I don't think I'll replay Breath of the Wild before. Tears of the Kingdom. See, I'm I'm glad that I am. Like, if you've done a replay within the past, like you know, two years or whatever, I I, I get that. I I've beaten really... the game four times. Yeah, then you're pro you're fine. I feel like I haven't really dove deep into this game since like 2018 or so. Gotcha. Um, so it's been a while. I'm like trying to remember all the mechanics. I had to like remember what's my jump button. Like it's, sure. it's it wasn't coming naturally to me because it's been so long. So I'm trying to have it be natural to me again. And then also just like remembering the little things I, you know, had forgotten that I could teleport to the top of the ta the Sheikah towers. Like I climbed, I was that idiot that climbed all the way back up just because I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
and like, like chat didn't stop you they were like you don't have to do this well somebody in my chat was like <laughs> rebecca is this are you also not like they asked is this a teleportation free run too i'm like no i could teleport like why wouldn't i do that like as i'm climbing the tower <laughs> You're making so, like um, was, stamina meals. Like, I got to get to the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, my, my chat likes to torture me and I'm sure they will continue to do so. But uh, that's my own little personal challenge. I'm going to be doing that every Saturday uh, on stream just to kind of get ready for it. And it'll probably take me through, through most of February. And then that'll give me a couple months uh, in between before it comes so, out in May. I'm so I mean, that's, excited. Less than 100 days. I've been feeling the Zelda itch of late. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna play Ocarina. I think that's what I'm gonna do because I've been feeling it, and I just I was dabbling with Twilight and just like Wind mm-hmm. Waker. I'm like, but if if they do it, I'm gonna be bad at myself. <laughs> I, I I I can never let that go in my head. I'm like, if I play I it, I'm gonna kick myself when they announce I it. I so know. I think I'm gonna do Ocarina. I think I'm gonna play Ocarina. I'm due for a replay of that game. It has been yeah. so long. I've I years. have been itching to to play that uh, too. I might do that kind of casually, uh, you know, just kind of whenever I feel like picking. I it feel up. like so for me, Breath of the Wild, amazing game. But the big thing about the thing that I think put Breath of the Wild in focus with me when it comes to like my favorite games forever was that the replays never quite felt the same. Like once you mm-hmm. kind of know what to do and where everything is, it does lose a bit of that. Oh, you know, obviously, that discovery and everything. You know, mm-hmm. you start to see the game. It's like you see the Matrix for the first time. So like you just start to see the game for what it is. Um, so yeah, I don't think I would replay it again. I think I'm good. Uh, I want to go into tears of the kingdom, kind of the opposite. Like I I would like to be a little out of, out of touch and a little out of speed, maybe, you know, Oh, that's right. This is over here. You know, like maybe something like that. Well, I guess it really depends like how much of it is going to be the same, how much of it is going to be totally brand new. Um, Yeah, I think that'll be interesting for sure. Uh, For me, I feel like definitely there's no way that the magic can ever be recaptured ever in a second. It's going to be tough. What a bar. Ever, ever, ever. Like this is, is this, I was thinking about this last night as getting prepared for Shaq, trying to get in the right mindset. I told you before the show, kind of nervous. I don't know if it's like nerve, it's like nervous energy. It's like excitement. Like, uh, I feel the same way when I'm about to like publicly speak, you know, like I'm kind of like, uh, twitchy. Um, but I was thinking last night, is this the most anticipated Nintendo game ever? Uh, no, I think Breath of the Wild is more anticipated. Um, just okay. because we didn't know anything, um, you know, it was a really brand new feeling. I think at least with Definitely this game, like we system. have a base for, yeah, new system. Shine. It was like re the, the pitch for it was reinventing the conventions of Zelda. I guess you're right. I wasn't even thinking about the original. I was just thinking of like, I guess I was in a mindset of like sequels. Like mm. if there's anything outside of, I was thinking like, was there a Mario game or, you know, like any of those other games that have ever, you know, like definitely wasn't for like Majora um, or like, you know, Galaxy 2 or anything. I had never felt like the hype for this. And I guess also even outside of... I would say the most hype sequel. Yeah. And even outside of like fan excitement, just like the bar, like the expectation is just, I feel like is, I don't know. I feel Mm -hmm. like it can't, it probably just can't be reached. Like the bar is just so high that whatever they do will probably, there'll always be somebody that's like, yeah, it's fine, but it's not as good as the first one. For me personally, if it has the same kind of magic feeling as the first game, but brings back some of the traditional elements that I missed, like the themed dungeons, like the real dungeons is I think the biggest thing for me. 
Uh, I really want to see that back. I'd like to see some more music. Like, I don't I mind the music in Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. I, but I, I feel like I'm in the some, minority. I love it. I could use like some more distinctive themes. Yeah, the music. I get that. More prominent. You might music. get that this time. Because it's like not that. so out in the wild. It's not, you know, I don't know. I think yeah. I think we will. But That'd be nice. I'm excited. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more as, as the weeks go on. Who knows? We might be talking about it more in Soon. depth next week. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, let's jump into this week. Uh, this week's news in Nintendo. We got some good stuff here going on. I feel like we're finally, you know, the, the year's going, the rumors are flying. We're in it. Um, starting with some, I think, maybe not great news, but probably to be expected news that Nintendo is skipping E3 this year. Uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but that's like the hot off the press rumors probably true but it's not just nintendo uh sony and microsoft are supposedly skipping it as well uh microsoft is across the street apparently i don't call that i don't count that as skipping if microsoft is there and they're letting people play things and they're doing digital direct like they're not skipping it (laughs) they're there really i didn't know that yeah apparently like uh jazz came out the next day and was like i've been talking apparently microsoft plans to open the microsoft theater and they're gonna do their things so we're like, here but we're not associated with yeah you. like we're not doing the read pop but they're across the street like that's that doesn't count <laughs> and then nintendo will have a direct in june oh no we're not doing e3 but here's what we would have done if Ooh. <laughs> So I remember I asked you and I asked Sean and I asked Jeff and I was asking all my Nintendo podcasters last year, do they do a Nintendo Direct in June? And like they didn't, right? Mm, I don't remember. I don't think they did. I think they waited. And I'm not like, I am just of the belief that I'm not sure that we can just pencil them in for that anymore. When I say June, I'm talking around that early summertime. Okay. All right. End of May. I mean, you're probably right. I don't want to say you're not, but I was definitely getting the, I remember I, I kept thinking of it last year. I was like, it was like March and I was like, are we sure they're doing that direct? And I kept asking, I was like, are you sure April, May, are we sure? And it didn't. Well, and, and I'm wondering if they just want to maybe get away. Like, I'm wondering if that doesn't fit their, their cadence that they want. Like we start to see this, like they have a cadence, right? They like to do something in the spring. They like to have a big one in the mm-hmm. fall. I'm wondering if maybe that just doesn't fit the timing that they want. It might not because now the the rumors bouncing off of them skipping E3 is that they're going to have a light year this year. That uh, VGC is saying, uh, quote, I understand Nintendo feels it doesn't have enough major releases ready to show that would justify significant event space. IGN coming uh, with confirming it, saying that it's going to be a light second half of the year. Uh, Don Rob wrote in asking what our thoughts are about Nintendo skipping E3 due to a light lineup in the second year. I don't, I I think a lot of people are panicking about this and I don't think there's any reason to panic, like in my opinion. I think think a light, a light year is not, I think they'll they'll still have stuff to show off. You know, we know that Pikmin's coming this year. I know that's a lighter release. That's not one of their big heavy hitters. But we already know some stuff that's coming out. We know they're going to have some kind of holiday title. I don't know. I feel like it's we're, it's time to see something Mario. There's no way they're going to miss a Mario game this year with, with the Mario movie tie-in. Um, we have a freaking Zelda game coming out this year. Like, I, I don't know. A, I think... I, well, one, I think this quote is asinine 
like this quote that all the headlines are running with, they don't have mm-hmm. enough games to justify a release. That's ridiculous. No, I don't. One, I, 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 I don't think anybody from Nintendo would ever say that ever. No, no. Like, two, like they could have at the very least, they could have an F zero or a Metroid remake, a port. And that would be enough to justify putting out some kiosks for people to play mm-hmm. on. Like Nintendo fans get excited for the craziest of things. Um, it like, I, I don't think they need to have eight Mario games to justify having an event space. We've seen them yeah. at E3 in, in more lean years. Now, the idea that this might be a lean year for Nintendo after Breath of the Wild, I don't think is a, a, a far pitch. That's not a crazy expectation. At some point, at some point, we expect them to begin to migrate to the next thing, their yeah. next system. People in chat I, bringing up, there's going to be Pokemon DLC to look forward to. There's going to be yeah. Splatoon DLC this year. Exactly. Um, there's stuff coming, but you're right. This is, I think, the time where they're they're starting to wrap up. Uh, you know, we're going to see new, new hardware next year, I, I feel like, at this point for sure. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be games. I, I, I honestly <laughs> think, I, I was thinking this last year, and I know the, the E3 thing got canceled and stuff, but even before it all did, they were still out. I just feel like this might be Nintendo kind of using this opportunity to detach from the E3 expectation. That's Probably. what I'm starting to feel like. I'm like, I wonder if that's more their thing. Like, it's like, we just don't want to do that anymore. We don't want mm-hmm. our fans and our customers to expect that we will be there. So we're just detaching from this. Yeah. I think it's especially easy for them to say that if uh, their their competitors are saying the same thing. Kind of like they don't PlayStation. Feel like they need to, yeah. They don't feel it's, like they need to be there to to hold their own and make a name for themselves there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would not worry about this, guys. I um I think late lineup. That's nothing to be scared scared of. <laughs> sure. Um. Nintendo, I just read this morning, wins their Switch Joy-Con Drift class action lawsuit. Uh, remember, that was a thing that's uh, been going on. People were very angry about their Switch Joy-Con Drift. Uh, they wanted to sue Nintendo. But uh, Nintendo wins because <laughs> they were able to prevent the case lawyers. from going any further. Man, I don't know how this is legal. In the Switch's end user license agreement, you know, that thing that you have to sign when you boot up your Switch, all that text that nobody reads, you have to click agree. Uh, it disallows lawsuits and requires parties involved to enter a legal arbitration. arbitration. Yeah. So what you can say is when you put out a product is in the fine print, you can't sue us. And that holds up. What? Yeah. That's been a thing for a long time. Yeah. You got to enter arbitration. People do this. A lot of, a lot of companies will do this like with employees that like want to leave. Like they'll say, you can't sue us under your contract. Like if we honor your contract, you can't sue us. You have to come into a legal arbitration with a mediator. uh, And that's your only recourse. So uh, that yeah, seems I mean, like a big loophole. Uh, it's a proper way of doing business. <laughs> it's been, it's, they didn't come up with it. It's been a thing that, that people have done for decades. So. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did everybody want to sign on to the class action lawsuit to get your what nickel? Everybody gets a nickel for joy con drift. Here's I your nickel. It's, it's the principle of the matter, not the nickel. <laughs> anyway. Uh, there was a new trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie that showed off Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong voice, and they put out the official poster, which looks gorgeous. Are you excited for the Mario Bros. movie, Donnie? 
this is where heel Donnie returns. No, I told you this. Mm-hmm. We were on Shack together last year, and I told you I'm not excited. But now, here's the thing: you told me you weren't excited for it. So I was you're not one, excited, but I'm you've on been one over. Yeah, you've been I one over. Been. I haven't. I, I have. I have got to be the only Nintendo person, fan, customer in the world yeah. that just think, doesn't care about this at all. I think you are. I am. Yeah, I think my kids are going to watch it. Yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna go take Jack to see it. I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to the theater to see this. I'll see it when it comes home for streaming or something. I'm not going to, there's a lot of movies I want to go see in theaters this year, like way more, like 10. And this is not making the cut. Like, I'm very excited to see a lot of movies, but this is not. I don't think I'll see this in theaters. I don't need to see it that every time they talk. I cringe. I'm just like, oh, (laughs) I can't, I can't get over it every time. Everybody, everyone. It just doesn't, I don't, it just doesn't drive with me. It's too much. I can't. So what you're saying is you would rather see the uh, live action Mario Kart HBO that premiered on SNL last night. We now were we're talking about this this morning. That looks like a damn Guys, movie. If you haven't seen this on SNL last night, they had Pedro Pascal, who is the lead Joel in the Last of Us HBO series, who does a wonderful job, by the way. They had him on SNL, and one of the skits was Mario Kart is coming to HBO as a new series. And they had Pedro Pascal as Mario. They had somebody playing Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. They had somebody playing. It was. Is it was like gritty and like Luigi comes in and like says the f word and like there's like a little Mario bleep over it. Um, it How did they like... outdo the actual movie? How did the actual movie get outdone by an SNL skit? That movie I want to see. That movie looks oh, incredible. It's so good. It's so good. Um, you can see it's on. Uh, I, I know it's kind of circulating Twitter right now. It's probably on YouTube. But I was laughing so hard. They really oh, nailed it. Really yeah. high budget for a skit. I feel like my wife said it was their really best skit that they've done since the mom Christmas robe skit from like three or four years ago. I believe it. So she loves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very good. Um, the Switch got a small eShop update this week. <laughs> it's the first <laughs> update in years. They added to, so when you're searching for games, now instead of it all coming up in a list in one column, it now shows up in two columns. Yay, that's exactly the update that we wanted. It's all that. Not, yeah, Nintendo works in mysterious ways. Why do this now? Who knows? It's a bit snappier. Okay. No, I was surfing. The reason I was surfing yesterday, so I was like, "This is nice." Yeah, there is still no music. I do miss those music. They used to have some bangers on Wii U. Those holiday themes. Organization. There's no discovery. There's no like. It's just bad. I've typically moved to just using the website. I very rarely use the eShop on my Switch. I did yesterday, but most of the time I just go to the to the website and just search for what I'm wanting to buy. Yeah, I just use other websites. Uh, also returning is, do you remember the Switch game vouchers? They're I coming do. Coming back to North America, you can buy a pair of game vouchers for $100 USD. And that lets you redeem two digital games, mostly first party games or Nintendo published, you know, kind of second, third party games in there. Ultimately, you're saving $20 if you buy two $60 games at full price. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people like this voucher thing. Uh, this is a switch online only thing right oh yeah you'll have to be a switch online member yep i was planning on letting my switch online lapse and this is like the biggest i think pull to not i really want to take advantage of this but 
obviously I want tears of the kingdom to be included. I don't, it's not at the moment. And I don't know if it will be, I think I when think they open up, be. you think it will be because yeah. if, if it is, then I'll actually subscribe. Even if it's just for like three months or whatever, I'll subscribe just to take advantage of this. Cause I would like to buy maybe this and Bayonetta or this and Kirby um, together and just yeah. lock in right away. That's yeah, that sounds great. But I, I like the vouchers. Wait, don't you have Bayonetta? The, the upcoming one, the little. Oh, like, the you know, Cerezo. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good deal considering that first party games really don't go on sale that much. So, yeah, I mean, if, would... if you're able to get them on sale for under $50, like that's the better deal. But that rarely happens. So, yeah, the vouchers is a good deal for digital buyers. Yep. Donnie, I really want to talk about this next one with you. Um, <laughs> you saw. I mean, we, we've talked already about the disappointment that is Sports Story. We Correct. don't really need to continue to talk about the game itself. But you remember seeing that secret dev room yes. that you could uh, glitch yourself out of bounds, walk to it. And it was really concerning because it was a room that had all the developers in, you know, their character form and they were talking about how the working conditions are so stressful and the game's vision has gotten lost and you know deadlines are passing and they're overworked and things just aren't going to plan yep. and this story circulated we talked about it i reported on it with twinfinite i i've seen it reported all over websites talked about it on twitter uh in one of sports stories recent updates the room is now patched. You can still get there the same way, but all of the dialogue has been changed to reflect the opposite state of development, the opposite tone. There's dialogue that suggests development's been going great. They're ahead of schedule. All the employees are so well rested. Everything's under control. There's no problems here. Oh boy. Um, Nintendo Life reached out to Sidebar Games for a comment on this, and I, I thought maybe they would never receive a reply, but they received a reply. Let me quote. Unfortunately, we were unable to comment on the origins of the secret dev room. Efforts are being made to remove it from the game, but it has proved difficult due to the way the game is programmed. <laughs> It's a big Tell F you me, somebody Donnie, walked out on this game. <laughs> somebody got fired. Yeah, somebody yep. totally got fired. Holy crap. I have never seen a bigger cry for help from developers than this room. Oh, okay. I mean, I honestly just think it's like a I mean, again, it's just a big F you. They just didn't like the way it was going. They didn't, it's they they didn't they weren't on board with the vision and the plan, and they kind of had their own little rebellion. I mean, obviously, you'd think that you would just Patch that's it out, a horrible block sign. it off. That's, that's, the fact yeah. that it's been programmed into some sort of necessary woven part of the code, as somebody, somebody who does some light, as somebody who does some light dev code, is the most badass thing. Like that is so cool. <laughs> somebody wanted this to be seen. They wanted but, people to find it. They yeah, wanted it to be known what the conditions were like. The fact that they wrote it over it is worse. They should have just left it alone. They had left it alone. It wouldn't have been a story anymore. That has already come and gone. Like yeah. until they could have found a way to patch out the glitch, they should have just left it be. The fact yeah, that they tried to overwrite it, it with that—that's worse. Because that may—I mean—that looks guilty. 
It like, does. <laughs> like that's I way, see, way worse. I did see some people being like, oh, this is just like a joke. Like, you know, this isn't supposed to be serious. They're just kind of picking fun at like bad development or whatever. I never thought that. I always thought mm. this is the developer saying, oh, no, like yeah, things are on well. fire here. Um, and the now, game yeah, reflects now that. it is. The game reflects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we often use it about all kinds of games that fail to reach expectations, but this game just screams too many ideas. They just had mm-hmm. too many ideas and they tried to put them all in one thing and it just came out as something almost incoherent. Like it like there's a lot of stuff to do, but it none of it works well together and it doesn't make a lot of sense having yeah. played the game. You know, it's just like why? Why are we doing all of this? I think a big triple A dev would have had a hard time putting together such a, a big game with so many ideas, let alone yeah. a little indie studio. So yeah, I think oh, it's really a shame. And they I got away I from what made them great. And this is so sad yeah. because they could have easily done Golf Story Two. They could have gone Tennis Story, Hockey Story, mm-hmm. Soccer mm-hmm. Story. They could have. This could have been a whole franchise. You could have been making it these could- for a decade. And yeah. now they'll have a hard time selling their next game at all. Yeah. The next yeah. time, and we I hear feel from bad for the devs games, too. The devs yeah. who were passionate came on board. You know, because they love Golf Story, they wanted to. I don't know. Yeah, yep. it sucks. I mean, as somebody, this is one of my most anticipated games for years. I know. And it took me three hours to be like, this ain't it. This is just, yeah. I don't know what this is, but it isn't what I was hoping for at all. No. As I said on PSVG, I thought it was funny. They had me going around looking for fucking oranges. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> They're like, go find five oranges. Oh, God. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. And I, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it. I wanted to mention it just because I do feel for the, the developers and, you know, nobody deserves to be working under that kind of conditions and then for it to it's be a product surprising. that they can't even be proud of. Like, it's not surprising. The game was announced and then it was delayed for like, what, two years without a word? Yeah. And then, and then it was like, we're coming out soon. And then it was like, where is it? And it's like, it's out today. You know, like yeah. it's, I wasn't like that whole was it December? That whole December where I kept tweeting every day, I was like, this game is not like mm-hmm. I was th- It was concerning. I was expecting it was going to be bad. I was like, this doesn't this isn't good. <laughs> this is not how you market a game. It was like the opposite of that. Yeah. They it's almost like they didn't want a lot of exactly. attention on it. <laughs> because exactly. they're like, oh no, people are gonna play this and hate it. Yep. Let's yep. preserve our reputation. Okay. Uh, MLB The Show is confirmed coming out on Switch on March 28th, the day after my birthday. Have you ever played this, the show on Switch? Is, um, I was going to say, this isn't the first uh, the show on Switch, right? Is this I think like this the is the third. third. Yeah, I yeah. think this is the third one. Yeah. No, I haven't, that, but I know that this is the best baseball franchise. They're going to do that stress test again where you can try it. So you can like, oh. play the online mode. Oh, I might um, do that. I really liked it. It's coming to Game Pass. I re- I've only ever played it on Xbox. I never played the Switch version. It's, it's the previous ones that come out when I saw footage of them that did not look great. But it's a it's a major third party release, which is why I thought it was worth including. Is this twenty um, three? Yeah, yeah, and I think who's, uh, who's on the cover? I, oh, it's some dude I've never heard of from the Marlins. Ah, uh, uh, but uh, there's a Derek Jeter version where it has like a. A uh, graphic worse. version of Derek Jeter on the on the front, the Captain Even Edition. Worse. I, I'm interested. The reason I think it's notable is it'll be interesting to see if we get this direct. How many third party games are coming? Because uh, there are a few. 
like standouts. Uh, the Hogwarts game, I think, is coming to Switch. Um, there's a couple Dragon Quest games that are coming to Switch. The Final Fantasy remasters are coming to Switch. But like as we go through the years, as we go through the rest of this year, I'm expecting less and less and less ports and third-party games. What about yeah, you? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I would think so. Because I think they'll be moving their efforts towards whatever's coming next. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily expecting a lot of Ubisoft support or EA support or stuff like kind of moving forward. So this might be kind of the, the tail end of the releases. I'll try out the stress test. Um, Tears of the Kingdom is now fewer than 100 days away. We are in the, uh, the site of it. Home stretch, final countdown. countdown. Yeah, home stretch. Very excited. I just wanted to say that because I'm probably not going to shut up about that game as we get closer and closer. Oh, I mean, I'm very. So <laughs> I told you this was just a few weeks ago, but I told you that I was planning on skipping it because in my head at the time and of our New Year's show, at the and the time I was like, "There's probably a new Switch coming. If I just wait six or eight months, I can play it for the first time on new hardware." I yelled at you. You did, and rightfully so because. Like two weeks after that show, everybody starts talking about there is no Switch coming. Like this is it. They're gonna sell <laughs> 20 million of these. There's no there's nothing coming. And then I won a contest on Twitter. It gave me a free one hundred dollar eShop gift code. Was it Fudo? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm, I, I'm all back in now. Now like if there's no him. new switch coming, there's no point in waiting. So yeah. and I probably would have j- jumped in anyway, like because it's a Zelda game and it is, you know, like, I knew you would like like you, I love a Zelda game, but I wanted to tell myself, like, if you just show a little self-patience, just a little, you know, like, you can you can do this better. And then once Jeff was like, yeah, there's no Switch coming, I was like, oh, <laughs> my whole plan is being ruined. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I've, I've, I've officially now that I'm back in, I've officially started to let myself get excited. Like, I'm starting to watch some of the Zeltic videos and I'm starting to retweet some of the things yeah. and I'm starting to get back into it. And yeah, I said, I've been feeling that Zelda itch and uh, I knew you would, I knew this would happen. I'm going to be honest. It happened sooner than I thought it would, but I'm glad that it did. Yeah. And I, I'm very excited to like the fact we're going to be playing a Zelda. And I mean, if this Zelda is like breath of the wild, I mean, I played breath of the wild for months. Like that was it. That's all mm-hmm. I was playing. Yeah. So I took time this, off to play the game. Yeah. So. This and Sea of Stars will get me through the year. I don't even need anything else. <laughs> that, nice. That's all I need. Nice. Um, that being said, there are direct rumors flying as things normally go. End of January, beginning of February. Things that are guaranteed in life. Death, taxes, and direct rumors in February. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm... <laughs> Grub is saying that he's hearing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumors are swirling about a new Mario Sluggers baseball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon Canada, EB Games, they've started relisting the long-delayed Advance Wars 1 and 2 reboot camp. I still am in denial. I'm in denial. That game, I'm in denial about it. Oh, it's coming. Mm. There seems to be okay. an open window, like what, in April? Hmm. There's a lot of open windows in the year. We get we get what? We're getting Kirby and then we get Sereza and then nothing, right? Mm, Advance yeah. Wars. Okay. Better believe it. Okay. <laughs> Garrett writes in. Want to hear who? your rumored who? Want to hear your rumored direct predictions? What do you expect? 
what do you want to see? What is so, he stole this format from me? I tweet this every time there's a direct. What what do, what are you expecting? What do you want to see? What is something unbelievable, unexpected that you want? Damn, he left you and then took your format. Man, <sighs> cold blooded, cold blooded killer that Garrett Bland. I kind of expect there to be where they're like. We are so excited to launch Tears of the Kingdom this May. Uh, we we aren't going to say anything in this direct, but look forward to a Tears of the Kingdom direct later in February. Oh, interesting. You think they're going to announce an announcement? Yeah. I think they're going to show off that switch that we've seen. <laughs> I think they're going to show oh, it. Oh, no. I think that's fake. You think that's real? Oh, I think real? it's real. I do. <gasps> I think it's fake. You remember, you remember what I said in the Discord? The thing that I think gives that leak the most credibility is that it's just lame enough that I think that's what Nintendo would make. Like it is just so kind of bland and like, ah, that fits like that really. I totally could see Nintendo making this like I feel like a fan would have made a much better system <laughs> or it's a smart, smart person who knows that it would be more believable if it's like that's that. <laughs> true. Very true. But yeah, I look. There is a system. There absolutely is. There's no oh, way yeah. in hell they launch this game without a system. And the game, like you said, but why would it be ready in a box already by now? Like, I feel like they're probably manufacturing it. Really? Think All, about it. The like, game, the game is 90 days away. They have to start. Like, if they have a system to launch, because here's the thing: they're not. I expect that they'll probably try to launch the system ahead of the game a little bit you're right they'll do like two weeks ahead so if they have a system launch which they absolutely do because this is a zelda game then they have to show a system soon like there has they they can't wait that much longer because if they wait that much longer they're gonna start shipping them yeah so i think there i think there's a system i absolutely think there's a system and i think i think there is too i just don't think it's that one We'll see. Well, it may not. Hopefully, it's a. If it's a better one, then I reserve the right to trade up and get it. If it's that one, I'm absolutely not buying that. Zero interest. <laughs> like, this is the most <laughs> mid tacular Switch console that I can imagine for a Switch, and that made me think that Nintendo brought came up with it. I was like, "Yep, yeah, that makes sense." But uh, yeah, I think I think that would be like my lowest level stuff. I think Advance Wars and whatever that Switch is. I think should be like the absolutely that's coming that's what i'm expecting I'm trying to think of what else i expect um i expect Mar- a lot of- next mario kart dlc wave we're right on the same line i was going to say i expect a lot of dlc mario kart's getting dlc uh fire emblem should get dlc pokemon Platoon, should get we DLC. pokemon get will be DLC. in its own direct for pokemon that's a good Day. call yeah you're that's right. not going to be in the direct yeah uh, but engage should get dlc see it. Yeah. xenoblade did it get dlc already uh it's supposed to so a lot of dlc that's an easy way of just getting mario rabbits <laughs> that's true this They've is like gonna be a dlc direct tons oh of God. dlc on the way that's the best way of kind of yeah. stretching out you know like the swan song is we're just gonna give you more of the games you already have should have been animal crossing i was just about to ask you is there any chance at all they said it's it, done it's done finish forever they're all their efforts are on splatoon now because I always think in the back of my head I know. that the 3DS got that expansion out of nowhere. That game was dead for like years. And then they were like, boom, here's a campsite. And the game had a whole second life. And I, I just keep thinking that that chance sits there like it, it exists for Switch. 
I can't let myself believe it because then I'll uh, get sad. Okay. I, if they do have a new system coming in the next 24 months, that would be a great way of maybe enticing people to transition. If they were like, and here's a little expansion to Animal Crossing New Horizons, which plays on the new Switch as best as it did on your old Switch. You know, that's the only thing that would keep me from that is like, I'm thinking like if they did have something like that, I would save it. But yeah, I was going to ask you about that. But yeah, you're saying it's um, dead. Yeah, Chad's asking, uh, what do you mean all the efforts <laughs> in Splatoon? What's happening with Splatoon? They're doing Splatfest and Big Run, and they, they did say that there's DLC happening for it. Uh, they There's a lot of efforts. Because you guys got to know, Splatoon is huge in Japan. It is, it's big Massive. here, but it's so, it's bigger than Animal Crossing, which is hard to believe. What did they um, do? Let's say 10 million in like a month or a week or something? Something like that. Something yeah, stupid. Yeah. Some stupid yeah. number. Yeah. And I love Splatoon. I think Splatoon and Animal Crossing are two of my favorite franchises. And it's sad that like it's one or the other. I'm not going to be able to enjoy both at the same time ever probably in my life. But I guess at least it's consistent. Um, yeah. What do I want to see? Um, hmm. I feel so spoiled of what Let I'm Let me ask already. you this. Because you mentioned this earlier. Because I, I have something that I want to see. But you said, so I feel like we're missing a game, like that typical B tier game. Like we've got Kirby, something Mm -hmm. between Kirby and Zelda. Now I'm going to say this, throw this out of the window. Just throw this in the trash. If there is a Mario game coming that they plan on launching on the switch this year, you said earlier, you expect them to have a Mario game to come out with the movie. I don't mean with the movie. I mean this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wasn't. I was thinking that they would <gasps> mark down Odyssey or have like some sort of promotion, maybe have a bundle where they package some games together and they sell a bundle or something. Nah. So if the, if there is a Mario game coming, throw this out the window. But if there isn't a Mario game coming, I feel like we're short something. We're short like a, like a Yoshi. We're short something. I want it to be Donkey Kong. Like I, I, I think I, it could be Donkey Kong. The time feels right for Donkey Kong. Like, I feel like the time is right for a Donkey Kong game. I don't know what it's going to be. It could be a spin-off Donkey Kong game. With Donkey Kong was Retro Studios was working on something. They got pulled away from it to work on Metroid Prime 4. And now somebody else is making a Donkey Kong game. And I feel like this is the right amount of time that that would be wrapping up. I'm thinking It's uh, uh, it's been a hot minute. See in the chat, we've got XBS. He says there will be a Mario game of some kind. I'm thinking he says probably a spinoff. So I was thinking like a like a Donkey Kong spinoff, like some sort of Donkey Kong and Friends, Donkey Kong versus Mario, some sort of something like that. Um, I would hopefully a little bit bigger, like maybe some sort of party game or something. But I don't know. It just feels we've had we have Mario games. We don't have any Donkey Kong. You know, this is about that time where we start to see some. Little pro like we see Pikmin pop up. I know people want Star Fox, but I've we haven't had a Donkey Kong game in so long. I think the reality is we're gonna see Mario Sluggers come out in April, fresh off baseball season baseball season starting. It's gonna be very bare bones like the other sports games. Oh God, it's gonna be very not. sad. It's gonna be a budget title to kind of wrap up 
the you know the the year <laughs> i like slugger slugger's a lot of fun i i would be so but can you really be excited for it after seeing golf and after seeing strikers strikers so i like golf borrow golf is a good game it's got a good single player game it's just not the game you hated it when it came out because it's not the game that i want at all it's super easy but like it's not bad strikers is bad strikers is bare bone like there's nothing to bear golf has a whole single player campaign like a whole thing that you can play. Strikers is just exhibition mode. That's a whole different tennis. Story. Yeah, tennis. That's not not great. No, I mean you're right. You're right to expect that. Um, Modern sports after, is just not as good on the Switch as it should be. Especially Switch sports. Hmm. Especially after Switch sports. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Golf is better than all of those. So I think that's what is likely to happen. It's going to be like our B tier, whatever type oh, thing. That, that, will that hurts. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's that already hurts. the rumors. That hurts. I'm sorry. Well, uh, there are rumors, but I actually think this is more than just a rumor because we did have Sakurai talk about Icarus. Mm. So mm. we expect that port to show up at some point. Um, that 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 doesn't get me. I'm so not excited for that game at all. Yeah. I don't think I don't, he would say anything if it was actually happening. Oh, really? So you just like complete troll? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. What do you want to see? Mm, Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong. Um, I want to see the Splatoon DLC. I'm not going to say the, the Wii U ports that I want. I'm just not going to say it anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it alone. Um, I think, you know, if I think they're... All right, I got a couple predictions. These aren't like predictions, but like a few things that I just think we might see on Switch come out this year. I was thinking about ports. So the Nintendo Switch probably isn't getting a lot of new games being ported. And, uh, you know, especially as more and more devs move on to PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC development, I think the Switch will have less and less ports. But there are mobile-friendly games out there that I think might appear on Switch at some point, like Vampire Survivors. I 100% not going to be surprised at all if there's a direct and they're like vampire survivors is out now on switch things like Marvel snap. I wouldn't be surprised if stray shows up one day. Um, there's another game called weird West, which is like very switch. Like I could see it being very, um, you know, I could just, I could see it making the transition over. So I was trying to think of good ideas that could come over. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, Donkey Kong, Paper Mario, Yoshi, I'm thinking of something in that B-tier frame. And if the Sluggers is it, that's, that is disheartening. I was hoping something good. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, John32 says, Silk Song. Um, I have been posting in our leaks and uh, rumors chat that Silk Song apparently his metadata has been updated on the back end. That could I mean absolutely nothing, but it could mean Copyright something. for an enemy or a boss name or something. That seemed cool. Yeah. Seems to be a little buzz going around there somewhere. Yeah. Oxen free. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> I like this jaded Rebecca. What happened to you since the year that I left? <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> Oxen free. I'm, I'm worried. That's my sports story. You're yeah, I don't know. That's me with Oxen Free Lost Signals. I'm getting really nervous. That game was supposed to come out like three years ago. Um, no, it was supposed to come out last fall. It was supposed to come out in 21. Fall really? 21. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, wow. I didn't and know. And then that. it got moved to 22 and then nothing. And yeah, it's. I think it'll come out soon. I do think it will come out soon. I think it comes out before June. <laughs> okay. I hope so. I love that game. We just hope it's um, good, though. That's what we hope. We hope that's good first. Just be good. Yeah. Be good. What is something unbelievable or unexpected that you hope? Unbelievable. Grez is working on a new 2D Zelda. That would be awesome. Yeah, that, that would be kind of unbelievable. It's not going to happen this year. That's why it's unbelievable. Yeah, Metro Prime 4, I think, is unbelievable. I, every year is more believable than the last. It's got to come eventually. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter rumoring a lot of things. I don't know. Uh, I think, oh, you know what? Um, what is it? The Switch Online thing, right? They should do something with that soon. Like, what are they doing? They're doing the 64 games, right? We got 007, and, like, they're going to keep doing that. But, like, at some point, they should add Game Boy or something to it, right? They're saving it for the next Switch. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that is kind of the... That's the era, the area that we're in right now. Like, you have to realize... I hope all Switch fans are realizing, like, we're kind of on the we're end game Packing things here. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're starting so, to put things in boxes and move yeah, into things our next will start home. to get spaced out a little bit. Um, I did see on Twitter folks talking about um, what were the uh, like discounts, like price drops, whether they could do like bundles or you know permanently price drop games. You do like the selects line again, things like that. I think that that makes sense. We're in that. That's the space that we're in now, where I could see a price drop on. A system like i don't know like That'd what's cool. the switch the switch light still at 200 i um probably i think everything is still at full price i don't think we'll see a price drop if they're planning on uh increasing the number of like it's still selling i don't like, why why would they but the switch light isn't right the switch light no, isn't really know. selling i think that I was know. the thing is the switch light isn't really selling so i was thinking like maybe you get the switch light like in my head when i'm thinking with the switch light is 2ds right like you get it real cheap like you get it as cheap as possible like can they sell that at 149 probably this they, this thing is so old at this point yeah. they make so much True. overhead if they're not selling a lot of those maybe making that like super budget in a year where they have some games mm-hmm. where they have a zelda game where you have maybe a mario game or something like that okay uh, i, can see I think that. maybe something like that would be good i saw the nintendo selects I think Game Explain was posting like, you know, the the banner for the Nintendo Selects line. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that come back. I mean, obviously there's you could do Breath of the Wild at $40 or $30. You could do Odyssey, you could do Arms, you could do all kinds of stuff. They don't have to. Remember when Selects cost $20 and you yes. could get like uh you could get like Mario Kart 8 at $20 on the Wii U. They're not going to do Mario Kart because it's no. Still I know they're not. Problems. I know they're not. Yeah, but, but like some games that aren't selling. Good, hot price. Kirby Star Allies, like these games that just don't Yoshi. These games that aren't doing anything. Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you could cut those in half, um, and do something like that—a promotion. I think that might give the Switch a little extra juice as it, you know, as it as prepares to up. move on to the next thing. Yeah, I think that could do. I think that makes some sense right about now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do that in a direct, but I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens. Those are those are just some of the things that I'm kind of looking out for. 
put strikers at five bucks. Jules that would make sense. Time. Yeah, it might be Still a little high up there. Five and below. <laughs> five and below Mario Strikers and Aces. Do you remember Five Below had a bunch of 3DS games at one point? It had Tomodachi Life. It had Triforce Heroes. I like Triforce. That's a good game. A bunch of people bought those for five bucks. Sure. Yeah. What they should do is they should do a sports triple pack where you get golf, strikers, and aces for $60. You get all three of them. That'd be, that'd be okay. Yeah. If you didn't already have any of them. I don't think that they're going to do like, to be clear, I don't think they're going to cut the price on the system, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some killer bundles like the Mario thing. Like maybe they do like a Mario movie, like a box with a switch mm-hmm. with the Mario edition and they throw in like cart and Odyssey or something like that's the type of stuff that I'm thinking we might start to see, mm-hmm. which is not like a price drop, but they just make it really valuable. They just and then throw for a families bunch of where their in. kid is so excited to go see the Mario movie, they come back. It's not shutting up about Mario. Maybe okay, a special joy con design. That's like real simple, uh, but uh, is okay. tied into them. Like uh, I'm starting to wonder blockers. if there's like some merchandising things to switch this year. Maybe. Yeah. There are Mario Red Joy-Con that never made it here. They That's right. I used to have a pair. Yeah, I, I imported a pair. Mm-hmm. It was sad. Very sad it was uh, Japan only. Okay. Shall we jump into chat questions directly from you? We shall. First question coming in from Jay. And we're, we're hang on a second. We're at 118. Do you want to do all of these or just a handful? Let's do all of them. Okay, here we go. Jay says, would you rather have the Switch have a strong end of life and a lesser launch lineup for the next gen or the reverse? The reverse. Just to be devil's advocate, I think you can make a really good case of the first because the Switch didn't have a strong lineup. It had Breath of the Wild in like three games. (laughs) But it had Breath of the Wild and it was awesome. It had the first year it had Breath of the Wild. It, I mean, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I know, was a port, but I feel like that's a strong port, especially for a lot of people who didn't play it on the Wii U. It had uh, Mario Rabbids. It had Mario Odyssey. I feel like it had a lot of strong... It did in year one. I was thinking just launch week, like launch day. Also, backwards compatibility. If that's a thing, that makes it Mm -hmm. less of an issue. Mm -hmm. right? If they can continue selling Switch software to whatever Switch... That's important. So if Mm -hmm. it's backwards compatible, like I don't really care about the launch lineup. I need it to have a strong beginning of life or else I'm not going to get it right away. Where I will, because I love new tech and I just want new stuff. I actually didn't. I was thinking about getting the razor edge and I, I, the biggest reason why I did not in the back of my head is I keep thinking to myself, I'm like 18 months. You're just going to buy something new from Nintendo. Anyway, the razor edge is like a new gaming, one of those Android gaming things, but it's got a, OLED screen and all that. But I didn't. I didn't held off. Uh Jordan says, I think it's only fair that Rebecca asked Donnie some new person questions. <laughs> like nin- favorite Nintendo console, franchise, and game. <laughs> I mean, that's, there might be people who are listening who uh are relatively new and don't know these things about that's you. true. What is your favorite Nintendo console? I did a guest spot with you last year or something, I don't remember. But I do remember looking at YouTube and the YouTube comment was like, who's this? Why is he here? I don't like his opinions as much. <laughs> I think we argued. And I Go was ahead, like, tell people, tell, tell us about yourself. Uh, favorite tell Nintendo console is with a moving target. Every day you could ask me that question. I would come up with a different answer. 
it used to be my Wii U. It had a real special place in my heart, and I did love that console. But it's so hard to say that's your favorite now when the Switch basically is the Wii U, mm-hmm. but better. It just yeah. it just took all of it. Just took it's like its stepdaddy. Just took all of its children and left. Um, so probably I don't know sixty four three DS something like that. Mm-hmm. Favorite Nintendo franchise is Zelda. Um, it'd probably be Zelda, Mario, and I think Fire Emblem has firmly replaced Pokemon. Mm. I have not enjoyed Pokemon in a few years now. And then a favorite Nintendo game would be Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Love yep. It. yep. Oh, Are let's see here. Or- yeah, no, no, no. I was looking at, I was looking at chat. Sorry. Um, gotta remember, I don't read questions. This is new for me. So, <laughs> Obeek says, what makes a game or franchise a triple A? And does any first party Nintendo IP fall into this category? Very curious to hear the two give your definitions here because triple A is a concept in the gaming market that I really don't have a firm grasp of. I hear it in media and marketing all the time, but what earns a game that title? Uh, oh, that's a good question of like actually trying to define it. I mean, I think most of Nintendo IP are AAA just because like, I know we were talking about some of them being like, you know, B B tier or C tier, you know, types of games, but I feel like AAA games are games that are developed and uh, published from the big, the big guys from Nintendo, from Microsoft, from Sony, even Ubisoft, Major publisher. Um, I would answer. Major so publishers. Yeah. Sean says, just ask Jack. Did you listen to PSVG this week? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. So this question has context because Jack came and asked me what AAA games were coming out this year. He said, big AAA games. And I told okay. him to go watch the Xbox Direct because they had games that were just shown. And he told me, his response to me was, I mean, real big AAA games like Halo and Mario, not Hi-Fi Rush. And then I lost it on him. I, we had this whole debate and argument of what this means. Yeah, so, okay. What this means, AAA, just, it's it's dumb because all games are games. But AAA means games that come, in my opinion, AAA games are games that come from prominent publishers. Yes. All console providers, Take-Two, EA, Ubisoft, mm-hmm, Square Enix, mm-hmm. these companies make their bones at investing and making not just video games, but typically the biggest and most stylish, fashionable, pushing video games they can. And even there, all of those publishers' smaller games, to me, are still AAA I agree. Games. I would agree with There's you. There's different they... levels to what the, you know, what kind sure. of tier those games are, but that, you know, I, I feel like AAA is more of a publisher type of definition. I agree. Not a game type of definition. And it's hard because you can have indies that can make really big indie games that feel like they're kind of getting there. And we used to call those B-tier games. We used to have a bunch of them, THQ mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. really where the space is kind of left. And I think that's why this gets harder and harder to follow now. Because mm-hmm. essentially, I feel like we just have polarity. You have indie games on one side, and you've got big publisher games on the other side. And we very it's rarely get a lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. Where we used to have a lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. And that's what's disappeared, is the middle part. Um, and also, as tools improve, like with Unreal Engine 5 and the advancements of Unity and stuff, we are starting to get indie-type games that feel AAA. Like, we are starting to get some mm-hmm. products that are definitely, like, in that space um, budget-wise. 
So Hollow Knight yeah. feels like it should be, but exactly. it's not. Exactly. It's, a, it's yeah. every bit as good as others yeah. that have done it. Um, so yeah. So, but in my mind, when, when people say AAA, they're more or less referring to a major publisher that's publishing, and basically that that pro- that project is back behind money in the sense that if it fails, they're not there's they're not going away. <laughs> Whereas like an indie game, if it fails, that studio might close forever. Like there's yeah. there's a difference in how that how that works. So I think we're in agreement. Good there. explanation. Kyle asks, sack question for tomorrow. If they were to announce a new Donkey Kong game in a future direct, would you rather see a 2D or a 3D version of the game? My answer is 2D. I would much rather see a 2D version of Donkey Kong, but here's my actual answer. I would love to see something different. Like a not mm-hmm. not Donkey Konga, but a spin-off. Do something weird mm-hmm. and different with Donkey Kong. I would love for them to take like an old school like Donkey Kong arcade type of thing, like an NES remix on a Donkey Kong or like something that is nostalgic to Donkey Kong's roots but modernizes it today. That's what I really want. Something That'd else, cool. like a puzzle game or an arcade game or something like that. Maybe like, uh, what do we have? We had like the Mario 30, right? Like the little mm-hmm. game they used to have, like something weird like that with Donkey Kong would be awesome. That would be cool. I think... Donkey Kong obviously does a lot better in the 2D space. I don't think I would get the game either way if it was 2D or 3D, but if they did do something new and interesting that would capture my attention, that would potentially bring me into the game to buy it. Yeah. Grouchy says, what will I do without my fill of Atlier? It's Atlier. Atlier series? I don't know Stop what that it. is. Stop I don't it. know what that is. <laughs> Sorry, Grouchy. Sorry. I mean, ugh. Josh writes, my Switch Pro has been neglected due to the Steam Deck, but I see there is a buy one, get one half off at Target on Sunday. Can you give me two great newish game wrecks to bring my Switch back into life? Josh, Here, I know you didn't play Live Alive. Play it. I don't know if that's in the sale. I don't think it I is. Don't I don't care. I don't care. I know you matter. haven't, Josh. I don't care. Play it. This is where I'd like to talk about that other game that I was playing. Because I also am not going to recommend the games that are in the sale. I looked at the Target sale, Josh. There's not a lot of great stuff there. Uh, you can buy Nier Automata, and I hear the port on Switch is pretty good. Um, but I don't think you're going to play that. And I didn't see a whole lot of other things in the Target deal. Unless you want to, like, it's a good time to, if you want to double dip on something. It's a good time to get something on discount. But I am playing a game that I just bought on the eShop. It just launched. It's $14.99, I think I paid. I think it's a pre order discount or a. Uh, early access discount if you buy it and it is called super fashion police and it's game of the year it is the funniest i'm gonna post a bunch of videos and say it's the funniest shit i've ever seen. it's it's hilarious here's the here's the here's the elevator pitch for this game rebecca you with me it's a boomer shooter it's a retro like doom quake duke nukem thing right boomer it's very shooter? colorful is that is that it wait is that a term now boomer that's shooter? a thing yeah boomer shooter what is that like the old, like old school Doom, Quake, Boomer? Duke Nukem. Yeah, that's what they call them, Boomer shooters. Like boomers. I think yes. Like old people. <laughs> yes. Look, you can Google it. You can Google it. What is a boomer shooter? A brief history of first-person shooter games. We're not a, that old. It's classic. Classic FPS is what it means. We're not that old. In gamer years, we're ancient. <laughs> If you played if you played Doom, like just Doom, not with a number or something, if you just played Doom in gamer years, you're forever old. <laughs> like if you know if you know what those games are. Anyway, let me get back to the point. Here's the elevator pitch. 
you're a cop who goes around shooting people that have bad style. So <laughs> there are these people that walk around and they're called drags and they wear like they're gray and they either have like sagging pants or dull suits or suits don't fit well. And you shoot them. And when you shoot them, they pop in color and like this voice thing is thing like, damn, fabulous. <laughs> and they explode in color and stuff. And you can whip people with your belt. <laughs> And you can grapple and shoot. And when you do a lot of it, you get a power up where you have this glittery glove and you go around smacking the shit out of people. What is this called? Fashion it's called Fashion Police Squad. It is the funniest game. Oh, it it's does like, look like a boomer shooter. It is like a, and it's super pretty, actually. It's like this very, like, uh, pixely, yeah. boxy, like, kind of like the tourist, colorful shooter. And um, it's like a 70s exploitation movie in a video game. <laughs> it's got stupid little uh, billboards and stuff. And I bought it yesterday because I wanted to play something new. What, 15 bucks? Yeah, and I and it runs great on Switch. It's super fast and fluid and bright and colorful. There's no issues on Switch. It makes the transition to Switch very well. And I love it. Like I was playing, I was sending dev pictures and stuff. I'm like, this is the best thing I've played in a long time. Like this is so great. Basically, Josh is gonna listen it's, to this podcast and go buy Fashion Police Squad right. and Live Alive. Like Pootie Tang the game. Like just <laughs> When I, I'm telling you, when I post this video, you've got to see this guy just go there and just slap people. Just, I love it. Oh, it's so good, so good. Definitely go play that. Okay. Andy P writes for those of you on Shack that play Splatoon three, that'd be one Me? of us. Are you constantly getting communication errors and dropped player dropped errors? No. I find it more frustrating frustrating than I did in the previous series. No, I um, did a little bit in the beginning. Uh, I, I haven't really lately, like very occasionally. Usually it's the person I'm playing with. It might be you, Andy. I hate to say It's that, a big but, reason uh, why I decided to trade the game in. Actually, I kept getting that really? a lot. Yeah, it was plagued by I, first. It was, it was worse in the beginning. I would say it's better now. And if you're still getting it now, try, if you have the OLED, try the Ethernet uh connection i don't use the ethernet connection i don't have problems with it um hmm. but i feel like if you don't get that on other games i don't know hmm. i don't sean, sorry andy <laughs> sean writes in how has nintendo created this hold on us that even when we try to leave we always come back asking for a friend because they make great games that's true that's me i'm the friend um i would say that Nintendo, for all of us, for most of us, I think, the people, people listening to this show, for sure. So I'll say all of us. Um, you know, we all grew up with it. And a lot of those series and games and franchises have a tie on our on our hearts and our nostalgia a bit. And even when they release, you know, something new, you want to experience it. Um, so you can never quite leave. Now, I will say, I have not played as much Switch in the, you know, the last year than, than I have in previous years. But you're um, still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Like when they release a game that I'm excited, like I bought switch sports, you know, like when they release something that I think could be good, I I'm there. Um, I just don't think the releases were there, um, for me. Um, but I think that's changing. Uh, I, I, I have a list of games on switch this year that I'm, that I'm actually excited and planning to buy on switch. And my list is long. It's 
at least it's more than 10. I'm at least buying 10 games this year. So, um, yeah, that, at least that's how I would answer it. Mm-hmm. G-Man says, anything you would want in the upcoming direct that'll be soon? What is something you feel like is like Groundhog Day? Rossetti from Animal Crossing. That's it's good. Groundhog Day. Give me more Animal Crossing content. Do it, Nintendo. I mean, Advance Wars, yeah. Like, here's Advance Wars, and it's, I don't know if they drop it like it's out today. I don't think so, because they're still going to sell retail copies. But if it's out in April or whatever, like, Advance Wars, I was all in, pre-ordered and everything. Like, I still have a pre-order in for that. You know, they just delayed it, what, like a year? Like, I paid that game off two years ago. So, yeah, and, 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 I'm, and I'm excited. I think that's a really great way of bringing that franchise back is, you know, it's basically like two games, like remastered and put back together a new art style. Like, yeah, I'm all in on it. So please let that show up soon. Mm-hmm. And then our final question comes in from Brendan. If a true sequel to one of your favorite Nintendo games were to finally come out, but you had to play three of Nintendo's worst games in your opinion, what would be those games and what would the sequel be? What, what so I'm trading I have to put up with three bad games to get the game I want. Let's come up, let's let's do this in phases. What are Nintendo's three worst games? On the Switch? Sure. Let's call it that. Yeah. Um Strikers, Sports Story. Not sports story. Switch sports. Sports, and you could say sports. <laughs> I don't think that's. You're not wrong. And anything Final Fantasy, right? That'd be the I, third one. What? No, I like what? No. Um, and uh, one two switch. Sure, good one. Okay, so Strikers, Switch Sports, and one two switch. So you have to play all three of those games for a significant amount of time. And then in order to do that, you get one sequel to a game on Switch that you want. What would that game yeah, be? Yeah, that's easy. I can do that. What would your what would your game be? A sequel to a game that I love. I'm getting it. I'm getting Tears of the Kingdom. That's well, my dream. I'm, something that doesn't exist. A different one. <laughs> Quit fighting the question. <laughs> um Live Alive 2. More My time. answer will be Astral Chain 2. I love Astral Chain and would definitely love a sequel. And I would play those. I've played those games. I actually have played those games already, except for Strikers. I, I, I skipped that bullet. That's one bullet I didn't take. Um, I mean, I played all three of the ones that I said, so I got through yeah. them once. I can get through them again. But I would. I would play those for an Astral Chain 2. That's an easy sacrifice to make. Yeah. And that's it. Those are the questions. We did it. We did it, Donnie. It feels good. Uh, Garrett's awake. He's in chat now. He's up. Who? No, what he what he missed? Who? We talked about Atelier. Atelier. Huh? <laughs> this feels good. This feels great. I'm so excited. I finished my coffee. I'm feeling awake. I have one more sip. Cheers. I'm done. I'm out. I'm feeling awake. Ready to start my day. Right eye. That's a good mug. I liked it. That's exciting. Wow. Gotta have like it. That. Very good. I'm gonna try to showcase my mugs on uh, my my coffee mugs on each episode so that uh, you can see that I'm awake, I'm ready to go. Shack Starting on Sunday strong. Shack Sundays. I like that. Hashtag Shack Sundays. That's it. 
That is it. All right. I hope that next week we will be able to talk about uh, a Nintendo Direct. Hopefully lots of fun stuff happens. It's going to be a yeah. good time. Yep. Tis the season. We're going to get back Tis into the it. Season. It's going Absolutely. to be amazing, Rebecca. We're getting Dunk Kong, Metroid Prime, Star Fox is back, Icarus is back. You know, I there's a deep part of me that wants Nintendo to have a blowout just to put VGC like in its place. That like, could you so imagine funny. if they were just like, Here's seven first party bangers all coming out <laughs> August, September, October, November. See, this is the dangerous stuff. And then you're going to watch the direct and be like, yeah, that was mid. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's this is life. Tis the life of a Nintendo uh, fan. I love it. Yeah. I love the hype. Eat the hype. That's it. Nailed it. Eat the hype. All right. Uh, thank you all for listening to our first episode of the new season of the N- Nintendo Shack podcast. There is a lot more goodness to come. Uh, Shack Sundays. See you next week. Goodbye.